Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Genesis Gems episode 53. I am one of the co-hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me this time is... Aaron! Hey, how's it going, guys? Aaron, and we got one more. Who's that? Uh, Landon. Hey, everybody. How goes it? Landon. All right, guys. So we're going to be covering Last Action Hero. Just want to get that out of the way right now so you guys know what we're covering and why we may be in a little bit of a bad mood or why we may just not want to get to that subject. We may kind of prolong <laughs> that discussion, but uh, no spoilers. Who picked this game? I don't know. It just kind of showed up. I was telling the guys, <laughs> if, if you look at my pie chart on the website, GenesisGemsPodcast.com, go to rankings, you see the pie chart. There's a lot of just gems, which is good. You know, Genesis has got a lot of gems, of course, but there's not a lot of garbage uh, or good. You know, I'm not saying what this game is yet. Don't don't jump in there yet. But I uh, kind of wanted to balance the uh, good to garbage gem ratio, so that's why I picked it. If this was like a, a portion of the pie chart, it would be the donate to charity portion. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sadly enough. I always like talking they're at work you know what kind of chart do you want for that you know for that analysis i'm always like pie chart I'm like why do you want a pie chart i'm like because it's pie that's good yes bring me some apple pie too who can be angry with pie i know i know right I'm like bar graphs who cares you know trend lines i don't care but a pie chart yes all right <laughs> <laughs> you guys been doing all right yeah i'm doing pretty good uh had a pretty good weekend and uh got to do some Live shows recently, which I will talk about yeah. during our Sega snippets. Yeah, I hope, I hope you got some cool videos of that. I saw some pictures of you on stage with the piano and the guitar player beside you. I got excited. Like, yeah, yes. <laughs> How about you, Landon? Good things going oh. in your well in your world. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, found out there's a new uh, arcade that opened up about 15 minutes down the road from my house. It's pretty cool. It's uh, called the Retrocade. And it's open from 12 a or 12 p.m. till 2 a.m. every day, and it's 10 bucks, and it's free play on everything. Whoa! They got, got some pretty cool machines in there too. That's really good. Is it, is it like a so ten dollars? You just got like tokens, or just they're all set to free play? They're all set to free okay, play. Cool, cool. That's awesome. He's got some pretty nice machines. He's got a Street Fighter. Had a real nice afterburner cabinet in there that I played a little bit on. That was cool. Oh, was it the sit down one or is it the stand up one? No, it was the stand up. Okay. That sit-down one, I remember when I was a kid getting in that thing, and like, man, that's kind of scared me a little bit, going back and forth. Yeah, it kind of freaked me out when I played a little bit. I'm like, whoa, I forgot about how this thing jerks around and how <laughs> you know heavy-duty the, the, the stick is on the plane. Exactly. Yeah, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk about this in Sega Snippets, because I might get, um, you know, it might be considered blasphemy, but I did buy a Nintendo Switch the day it came out, so sorry, guys. I know. There's some Sega games coming out for it, so that, that's why I bought it. That's why. I yeah, it. yeah, that's why. Sure. <laughs> first, <laughs> it was, first excuse was it's for his kids. <laughs> Which, I got And now he's changing his excuses up. I don't know what's excuses. going on. Well, you know, I, I am a gamer at heart, and I'm not going to say I don't like some really good Nintendo franchises like uh, Zelda, you know. But I, I see the trend coming up like the other consoles. It's probably going to be, we're going to release a couple of Nintendo games, and there's going to be nothing for months. That's what it already feels like. It's like, <laughs> you got like these few games that I didn't care about well, anything else other than Zelda. Yeah, you, you, you never know, only because uh, they've finally caught up with the times and officially support Unity. So that means that yeah. um, a lot of people who make games on PC and computer, they've been able to port games between, you know, PS4 and uh, Xbox One. Now they'll be able to port games to the Switch a lot easier than they could with the Wii U because there was there wasn't that support for that engine. Yeah, and I'm I'm a little let down. I really thought they would uh, 
get with the times as well and develop some kind of a trophy or achievement system. I'm, I'm, I don't have the most trophies or achievements in the world, but I really love that about PlayStation and Xbox. And actually, it adds a little bit more replayability to the games, I think. And I thought, oh, come on, Nintendo, you could do like coins or something, right? Mario coins. Or, <laughs> but no, it's still nothing. So basically, if a game comes out on Switch PS, and PS4, I'm probably going to buy it on PS4 just because of the extra trophy integration, even the indie games. So that kind of sucked. I was, I was really thinking they were going to do that this time. I don't know, it's, it's still early on. Maybe they can catch up, but nothing was popping up as I was playing Zelda. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, how are you enjoying it, by the way? Pretty awesome. I'm I'm not real far. I, I beat, like, the very first four shrines or whatever. Um, so I, I don't, you know, haven't seen a Master Sword yet, and I'm assuming that happens. Um, I'm kind of, it's very open world, so that's kind of cool. Um, I just got done playing Skyrim, so I'm kind of in that mode anyways. But um, it's it's nice. There's a lot of uh, weapons you can pick up. They, of course, uh, they break as you go on. So, like, you can only use this sword for so long, and it, it wears out, and... A lot of inventory, well, much more inventory than any other Zelda I've ever played. So um, I'm liking it, really. Am my ki- my kids are loving it too. I can hardly get in. I can hardly get any time to play with my oldest son. He's <laughs> he's all into it. So, but uh, yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll move on to real 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 you know video real game talk. stuff. Real talk. <laughs> I haven't been much better. I I went and bought River City Ransom Underground because that just came out as well. Me too. <laughs> and I, I've been having a blast with that. Uh, so if you, if you guys are on Steam and happen to have that game, come look me up and maybe we can play it. I just I like any you know I, I love Streets of Rage, but Sega hasn't put out like a uh, online beat 'em up version of that, which would be awesome. So the next best thing is go grab a River City Ransom Underground. It's four player co op um, and it's a nice follow up to one of my actually one of my favorite games of all time to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you, you and I probably need to do that. I just ordered a new PC controller so I could play it. I, I lost my Xbox 360 uh, wired controller, so I just ordered a new PC controller coming in this week. So I, I bought that game. So we'll have to do some co-op. It's, it's yeah. online co-op, right? Yes, sir. Oh, I just man. recommend uh, getting into the story just a little bit so you can upgrade your character because like you are super weak starting out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to grind a little bit. You can you can beat up uh, vending machines for coins though, and. Uh, you go to the arcade and you can ram into the, you know, you, you ram into one of the coin machines uh, to get tokens and it'll spit out money and then the cops will start chasing you. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching the intro and they showed like the uh, the old password screen that was a billion characters auto-populate. That was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I tried playing with my keyboard and I, that wasn't having it. So. No. De- definitely not, not worth the, the pain there. <laughs> All right, guys, so if you would like to connect with us, we are online at www.genesisgemspodcast.com. Go there, check out our articles written by Nick DeMarco. Uh, Check out our new ranking tab. We have all the games that we have covered, rank them uh, numerically, and what we thought they were from best to worst. And I got some cool feedback from Phil Anderson I'll I'll talk about later. Um, He had a recommendation for something we're kind of missing when we talk about that, so I'll get into that later. Uh, You can also check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Podcast. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash genesisgems. Uh, send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at gengems. We are on iTunes, we are on Stitcher, and we are a part of the Retro Junkies network at theretrojunkies.com. And guys, big news. Those of you who follow us on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, and the other platforms of social media, we are now on Patreon. So haven't quite pushed this real hard yet, but I was very, very pleased because we actually already have... 
nine Patreon supporters, which thank you so much for that. Part of what we're going to do now is actually, I'm, I'm actually going to talk about who's supporting us and what tiers are in, so really appreciate that. Um, our top tier uh, giving right now is a $25 a month tier, and a big thanks to Daniel Dolan. He actually supported that, so Daniel's going to be able to pick a game and come on the show and all the other uh, tiers we have out there for the rewards we have out there for that guy by the name of steven i won't say his last name did the five dollar tier so he gets to pick a game which i'm a little worried about if you guys know what steven i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a bunch bunch of people supporting the one dollar tier we had matt daly we had an nz 17 uh, i think i know who that is <laughs> that's actually a sean uh johnny goodweather joshua witt who's actually one of the old co-hosts of the show We're trying to get him back on as well uh username musty hobbit uh, username Tapdog Santa Jack of Ziggy Moon Zakima, whatever that is, and uh, our very first Patreon giver, and actually has he's in the no reward tier. These users choose to donate without any reward, and this is Michael Kelso, very first Patreon supporter of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so, died in the wool Sega fan. Ooh. Yeah, that's awesome, huh? <laughs> but. <laughs> One of the reasons we're doing Patreon, um, we're running out of space on our Podomatic account, and I know a lot of you are thinking, get out of Podomatic, get out of it. But the problem is, if we would switch that, uh, everyone would have to resubscribe to the podcast. I do not want to do that. That's that's just a pain. A lot of people don't. A lot of people might just think you're gone, especially if they don't follow the Facebook page and things like that. So um, the next tier of Podomatic costs around sixty-five dollars a month. It's unlimited space, which is great. There's a lot of cool uh, statistic. Um, downloads you can get so i'm kind of excited about that but it's a lot of money um we're, we're paying about 40 a month right now like i said it's coming out of our own pockets things like that so i want this podcast to continue to be free so part of that's actually supporting it the reward tiers are great we're going to have uh, sega cd episodes game gear episodes 32x episodes uh, if you support three dollars or more landon long is going to personally send you a hawkster personalized message i mean seriously right. yeah g- g- give a little sample of what that would sound like landon i want to hear Thanks for supporting the Patreon, brother. You're not a gerbil-faced geek like that loser Rob Luther dude. You know, something like that. I wouldn't yeah. throw Rob under the bus like that on everyone, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, how cool would that be? You get to hear your name in that invitation. And I'll uh, personalize it for you too. If you've got something you want me to say, like if you're doing like a voicemail, I can do your voicemail for you. Whatever you want me to say, just let me know. And then the next thing that we're going to be uh, one of our tiers for rewards is a uh, Aaron Hickman will be writing you a song, an actual song. Right. From Aaron Hickman, from Daya. I think the uh, I, na- I named the reward tier Dian for a song. Did you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Was that that? I didn't offend you, did it? <laughs> I <was> no, <laughs> I'm so offended. Because <laughs> I don't know if he's gonna be like the artist formerly known as Daya, or you know, I don't know nah, how that, how that cool. works. For him. <laughs> That's cool. I kind of want to give myself back some money so I can get a song written for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> no, I'd rather right. collaborate on a song with you. Yes, gosh, I'm gonna do that. I thought about making one reward tier, like the Genesis Gems crew will write a whole album. You know, I was like, that that, that could work, but it'd be a lot of that'd be a lot of work. Yeah, and then we'll have like a behind the scenes video. Dave Mustaine will come in there and say he wrote all our songs, and that's right. <laughs> and he'll start crying, and we'll tell him to leave, and I'll just get really awkward. Did you ever see the Dave Mustaine and Lars like? Uh... The little interview they did together. They must have like, you really hurt my feelings, Lars. It really hurt. Like, <laughs> sound like a couple babies. Like, you guys are like the hardest rocket guys in the world. You sound like little whiny kids. <laughs> All right. So uh, continuing on with listener business. So, yeah, guys, go check our Patreon out. Patreon.com slash Genesis Gems. Easy as that. We have nine Patreons, and it's uh, going at $34 a month so far. So we're halfway there to our uh, our Podomatic uh, goal. 
uh, one of the goals I put was a hundred dollars a month because we also have some uh, website uh, hosting fees. You know, there's 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 maintenance to do with the computers, buying new equipment, things like that. Because everything we did for this podcast, we're doing out of our own pocket. I'm buying the video games out of my pocket. All the giveaways are right out of uh, either donations or something I may have bought duplicates of or something someone gave us. So we have a lot of things that we're really putting towards this podcast. So we just want you know just some help and give you guys some extra rewards for that. So. I uh I was I was a little I was almost against Patreon at first until I kind of saw more of the interactions and I'll, I'll admit I looked at what the two dudes were doing and thought yeah maybe we should do that but but I'm I'm not giving them that kind of credit. <laughs> 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 All right, so we didn't do a giveaway this time. One of the reasons for that was um I, I wanted to make a uh, kind of a new rule for the giveaways I've been doing, um and and Jim Jones kind of kind of kind of set this for me and I, I appreciate that. Jim Jones actually lives in England. And uh, he won one of the uh, games, and he goes, you really don't have to ship that over here, but I appreciate that. So I actually gave him one of the uh, Humble Bundle codes that Daniel Tolan gave, and it works great for him. So he did send us an email and said, that appreciate that. So we don't want to exclude any of our out of uh, North America, United States listeners out. So what we're going to do from now on, is we're going to kind of have like a, uh, here's the contest, and here's a big box of things you can win. You can pick one. But if you live outside the United States, we will provide you with a... Uh, a game code from Steam or other services like that. So we don't want to leave anybody out. So I wanted to make that rule, give everyone a break, and um, we eventually may turn the giveaways into a, 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 a more of a Patreon reward tier. So, But we do appreciate everyone sending us emails. But we do have one email I wanted to read, and this is from our really good friend, um, No Swear Gamer, Phil Anderson. Hadn't heard from him lately. I know he had a, a, a new baby recently, so congratulations on that. Um, and make sure you all check him out, No Swear Gamer, on YouTube. We will put his link in this uh, show notes. But I wanted to read this real quick. He says, uh, greetings to Nick, Aaron, Rob, Landon, Daniel, Doc Boy, Pinky, The Brain, and anyone else I may have forgotten. <laughs> I've heard you like email, so here you go. <laughs> he says, congrats on passing your 50th episode. I finally caught up on some of your back episodes and really enjoyed them, especially your ranking episode. Ranking the games you review is a phenomenal idea, by the way. In that episode, you mentioned <laughs> the Genesis did not have many NFL Blitz styles games beyond Jerry Glanville's pigskin football. I was able to think of two others, Mutant League Football and Super High Impact, which is basically a prequel to NFL Blitz and Like Blitz, was also originally made by Midway. Allow me to also be a voice for the voiceless, and speak up for those who've actually liked the first Sonic better than the second. Yes, there aren't many of us, but we do exist. Yes, Sonic 2 does have the awesome spin dash move, the ability to partner with a second player, and perhaps my favorite level in this series, Casino Night Zone, but I actually prefer the overall look, level design, boss battles, and music of the first. Not only that, but I also really enjoyed the bonus levels in the first Sonic. Yes, the 3D bonus levels look cool, but I just didn't enjoy playing them as much. But no matter what you prefer, I will freely admit that both are gems and deserve a spot in any Genesis collection. Finally, allow me to wrap up with some unfinished business I have with y'all. A long time ago, I challenged you to review Jurassic Park, which you graciously did. Afterward, you challenged me to review Chester Cheetah Too Cool to Fool, which I did and found to be garbage. Sorry, Rob. And later, you also challenged me to review Crystal's Ponytail. Now I've tried to put together a review of Crystal's Ponytail, but something always seems to get in the way. Finally, I figured out what it was. Bad math. I challenged you to review one game, in return, you challenged me to review two. So it's time to make things right. It's time to make things even. And I recall Rob saying in the ranking episode that reviewing bad games is fun. So allow me to put you to the test. Genesis Gems, I am challenging you to review The Adventures of Mighty Max. No! (laughs) And how about sometime within the next ten episodes? That sounds good. Or should I say, sounds bad. Signed your friend, the the No Square Gamer. P.S. My favorite part of your show is accepting my challenge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, Mr. No Swear Gamer, challenge accepted. We will get that on the next 10 episodes. So, <sighs> I didn't even like saying that. Mighty Max. Have you, you guys played that, right? 
I actually have I, I have or I had uh, Phil's copy from mm. one of the uh, retro junk boxes. I think that's the first time and last time I played it. Have you played it? Have you played it later? I tried to play it. I played like maybe five or ten minutes of it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna find something else. <laughs> that's gonna be painful. I found like the most pristine copy of this game in box instruction manual. It looks like it has never been played, and when I did play it, I figured out why. But um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definitely phil we will do that all right guys i've been talking enough let's go right into sega snippets Test one two sega. now it's time for sega snippets so landon let's start with you because i need a uh i need to catch my breath <laughs> okay uh so like i said in the opening we went to the uh to the new arcade it's in uh, Asheville, north carolina called the retrocade uh, had quite a few uh, Sega cabinets. They had the uh, two-player Daytona USA cabinet, which my wife and I played, and she she really liked it. She likes driving games, so she was really into that. Um, Afterburner. Uh, they had one racing game that I'd never played before, and I really got into it. It was called Initial D that Sega had made. Yeah, it's a and good one. It, it was a really good game. It was a really solid racing game. I really liked it. Um, they have several really nice um xbox consoles that have sega emulators on it and i noticed a lot of people were playing those over a lot of the arcade games a lot of the the younger kids that were there and i know i watched one kid play dick tracy for about 30 minutes and he got really into it on the genesis which that's a that's a pretty cool game i really like that game um what else were they playing sonic and knuckles was another big one that a lot of the kids were playing and they're like hey it's that sonic guy and i'm like yeah i remember when he came out and they're like oh you're old like thanks <laughs> i know i heard my uh i heard my daughter we were at mcdonald's today and she just went up to some uh random kid or maybe it was my son it was my son and uh he was talking to some girl he's like yeah i like to play sonic do you know what sonic is yeah and then and then they were like talking about mario and it was just hilarious it's like <laughs> the stuff that you know we grew up with as kids and it's it's coming back up now that's right. And those kids are like, this is different than any Sonic that I've played. And I'm like, yeah, you've probably played the the ones, you know, the kind of more 3D ones like Sonic Adventure and that. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is this is what I grew up with. <laughs> and believe it or not, this was an adapter that you had to buy to put onto the to the Sonic 3 to play Sonic 3 with, with Knuckles and everything. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. Why can't games do that now? It's like, well, it's, it's called it's, DLC. And I'm you like, yeah, pay I'm like, money for it. It's like it's either on a CD or you got to pay for it. I mean, back in our days, you know, you know, we had the physical cartridges, and if you wanted DLC, you had to buy Sonic and Knuckles and connect it together. But it, it was a good time there. Played a lot of arcade games, a lot of the old Sega arcade games. Uh, other than that, I've not really been into too much Sega here lately. How about you, good sir, Aaron? Um, as far as Sega goes, not too much as far as playing games goes. I mean, I did research for this show. Um, playing this fun, fun game. Fun, fun game. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think about if I played anything else Sega related. Uh, I've got Sonic CD loaded up on my phone. Um, and I know I, I actually installed, um, Sonic Generations on my Steam account so my daughter could play it. And that one's actually really fun. It's probably one of the better... 3D Sonic games because it incorporates a lot of the 2D. Uh, it's kind of got 
uh, a throwback to the old style melded with some of the newer style because I think you get to play stages 2D and 3D. Uh, so it's it's pretty neat. Worth, worth checking out, I think. Definitely better than some of the more recent Sonic titles that have come out. And I think there's even a, another game in this sort of style that they showed a trailer of that's supposed to come out and it looks pretty cool. Besides that, uh, I did do some live sets. I was supposed to do an open mic last week and um during those whenever whenever i do an open mic i will go and uh perform some of my tunes and so that usually includes sega genesis music uh more often than not and i always lead things off with a david bowie cover that i do uh that i wrote using a piece of sega genesis music software so it's it's always worth uh starting off with that song only because it's it's kind of interesting to see people's reaction. Like, oh, it's David Bowie. Oh, what's that? Where's that music coming from? You know. Um, so it's it's pretty cool. I always say people probably think I'm a space alien uh, when I get up on stage and start my set. Um, but it's it's pretty awesome. I've actually got. Um, oh yeah, as far as the open mic, I was supposed to do an open mic, and no one showed up to the open mic, so I ended up doing a two and a half hour set uh, of covers and originals. Uh, so pretty pretty crazy stuff. Um, it, it's uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. You know, I had my keyboard out there, my guitar, did covers and all sorts of things. And um, I've actually got an hour set now um, tomorrow, tomorrow night at midnight. So you guys won't probably won't be able to show up because by the time this show is out, <laughs> it'll be past <laughs> that time. Plus, I don't think you want to travel to San Antonio on a Monday night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, never, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But, you know, there's definitely going to be some Sega tunes in there. And uh, I'm going to try and live stream it. So cool, that man. video will be up somewhere. So You think you'll start live streaming more stuff like that? Maybe we can you know, put a little plug in there and get it on our Facebook pages and stuff. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try and live stream um, more stuff and, and get it out there. It'll be pretty cool. Awesome, man. Well, as far as my Sega stuff goes, um, I did put a put a video out there a couple weeks ago of some pickups I had at a local uh, retro game store. I say local is about forty minutes from where I'm at. It's a little about as local as it gets for me. But um, I did yesterday take my kids. Um, this is more local. Um, one of the flea market vendors I had been going to for years. I went up for a few weeks ago with Andy Layton, and I'm like, "Hey, where's he at?" And I found out he actually opened up a storefront. And uh, we went to the storefront last weekend, and he wasn't there. He was closed. So I took my kids up there uh, yesterday, and he was open. Man, he's got a ton of inventory in this tiny little front, uh, storefront. But uh, we, uh, I let my kids all pick a game out. My son, my oldest son, picked a, uh, I think, Avengers Legos or something for 3DS. And my youngest son, who's four, he loves playing the Genesis with me. And uh, I said, all right, buddy. I, it was right by the loose carts, kind of the more cheaper things. I said, any game you want. And uh, yeah, he's looking at all the cartridges and uh last action hero i well, no no i don't know why <laughs> that's funny I, I kept showing him like these good, pretty good games like hey check this out play this one do this one he wanted to play rbi baseball 93 which i have 94 so i was like okay sure that'll add to my collection yeah i just thought he's like i want to play baseball i was like okay of course we get home pop it in he wasn't a big fan of it <laughs> but um he's never really played a lot of baseball games but the game i picked Super up for baseball 2020 it's oh, my favorite yeah. baseball <laughs> game on genesis a game I picked up, I've been trying to, I think I mentioned this before, I've been trying to only pick up box copies of games. I want to start getting my collection more um, into that 
that theme. Um, I never gave this game a real good chance because I played it, um, popped it in an emulator years ago, and I just it, I wasn't feeling it at the time. But it was uh, Batman Returns, and the reason I wasn't feeling it is because the Batman Returns on Super Nintendo is such an awesome beat 'em up game by Konami. Um, Batman Returns is more of your side-scrolling kind of platformer type game for the for the Sega Genesis, and um, I wanted to give it another shot, so I did pick that up, and it's pretty cool. I, I did get through the first stage, a lot of grappling, um, a lot of jumping from uh, level to level. Combat's a little bit finicky. wasn't a big fan of it, but um, I think I'm gonna give this game a better shot this time around. But uh, yeah, Batman Returns got a real nice copy of it. It's even got the uh, official Batman kind of holographic logo sticker on the front of it, which is pretty cool. It's funny you mentioned that, not mentioned Batman, because um, I think I was talking to Daniel Tolan from my buddy from uh, Retro Obscura, and uh, I was just playing some games and uh, I think live streaming it a little bit, and uh, I ended up playing a few Batman games, and I played Batman Revenge of the Joker on Genesis, which yeah, is a, a port a of the cool, NES yeah. version, and both the Genesis and SNES version are just terrible. But the Genesis version is even worse. Oh, I'm thinking of Batman. There's like a cartoony Batman and Robin game. I think that's the one I like. Not yeah, that. no, that one's good. Yeah, but yeah. if you ever play Revenge of the, the Joker on Genesis, it's just bad. It looks bad. Uh, it, it's sad when a, a Genesis game looks worse than an NES game. But it does. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Oh, well. I'll second that too. I've played the Genesis and the NES version, and I I prefer the NES version of that one too. All right, guys. Well, we'll just go right into the next segment. This is Ask Aaron. Aaron Hickman is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions. It's okay, and he will answer them if he wants. Get your questions up, buddy. Yes, sir. I've got them here. And, uh, you know, I always like to provide context here. So this time it's a picture I submitted to Nick uh, (laughs) of me uh, in my office uh, wearing, for some reason, I had my daughter's uh, pink sunglasses in my backpack. So I decided to put them on and pose for the camera. And they're like pink heart sunglasses. So I put those bad boys on uh, just to show off my masculinity. Uh, and uh, I'm kind of sticking my tongue out. And uh, I've got a Sagan lanyard on. And a Resident Evil 7 one. So <laughs> it's awesome all around. So some of these questions might reflect the fact that I'm making a very goofy face in my office. So just to let you guys know. All right. So we'll start off here. Dan Tolan. Buddy Dan. He says, why did you pronounce Genesneeze wrong when I asked my Turrican question? <laughs> I don't remember why, Dan. I'm so sorry. You <laughs> took the humor right out of it. Well, I apologize. But seriously, why did the Monster World Wonder Boy franchise have so many problems when it came to localization? It especially baffles me why Monster World 4 took almost 20 years to get an official Western release. And uh, I'm kind of confused on this, too. Uh, I think it was a company called Westone who had licensed out different versions um, of this franchise. So you had Wonder Boy by Sega, um, and then you had Adventure Island from um, Hudson, starring Master Higgins, which is based off of an an actual person. Um, And 
they both started out as, as the same game as, as far as I know. But Westone was like, they were very, um, I don't know what the word is, but <laughs> they, they really like to kind of push this game series out there in, in all these different permutations. And so you had different games being localized as, as not Wonder Boy or not Monster World. It was really weird how you'd have these different versions of the games that came to the West, uh, not under the original name. Um, and so eventually, I, I don't know why, um, you know, in the in the monster um, the monster world franchise, which is a really good game, especially for Master System, uh, the the fourth one on the Mega Drive, he's talking about how it took almost twenty years to see an official release on the Wii. Um, I I wish I could say why, other than, you know, by ni- nineteen ninety four. Maybe they, they didn't have a publisher um, to publish the game. I don't know. But it's a really good game. If you guys haven't checked it out, I think you can still find it uh, on the eShop. It's worth playing. Otherwise, there is a fan translation of it out there somewhere. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> I'll go ahead and move on here. Draylon Russell asks, I guess... Uh, oh, I guess it's the dude that knows a lot about Sega. LOL. Yes, I, I hope I do. <laughs> or else I'm not uh, being true to my name, right? Yes. That wasn't really a question, but I appreciate it all the same. <laughs> it's like props. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, so Trevor Franklin asks, I can only look you in the eyes right now. Serious question. And, and Trevor is an awesome dude uh, from the Retro Blist podcast. Yeah. Um, serious question. What game did you want to hate and have every reason to hate but ended up strangely enjoying um and i would say that's probably rings of power on the sega genesis which is an ea game um actually put out by naughty dog yeah yeah Yeah. and it's got the goofiest interface it looks almost like populous um which is another game that like i had a hard time appreciating as a kid just because it just looks so slow slow and dull and boring to me um, but it's actually a really deep game, and Rings of Power is also, it's kind of a Lord of the Rings knockoff uh, with a, a huge uh, map and huge story to it, a, a giant book that I think comes with the game. Uh, so it's it's worth checking out. There are some things that really date it. Um, of course, the music doesn't sound so great because of the, uh, <laughs> the sound that EA usually used, but... You know, one of uh, Naughty Dog's first games. Um, so, worth checking out. And I think it did some pretty interesting things. I think the combat system was kind of like Ultima a bit. But, you know, there's not too many RPGs on, on Genesis. So, I always say, check out the ones that are out there. And Michael Kelso <laughs> went ahead and just did a, uh, a bird face Slapping his uh, forehead, basically. There's a bird man slapping his forehead because of my <laughs> picture, I guess. Good old Michael Kelso from Two Dudes in a Nest. Yeah. Uh, if, if you haven't heard their podcast, don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you guys. Um, they, they do a, and we might mention this every show, but they do a game-by-game NES podcast. Kind of like us, but not as good. Um, so. <laughs> I love it. I'm just kidding. So, um, but seriously, they're awful. <laughs> yeah, they're awful and they're the worst. <laughs> but we don't disown you if you if you enjoy their show. Speaking of which, next question is from Stephen Michael. 
<laughs> one of our <laughs> resident trolls. Why are softballs so hard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's a great question. <laughs> Why are softballs so hard? I think it just has to do with you know the the material used, uh, and you know some some things in life. Uh, kind of have one name and, and do something else, you know? That's just jumbo shrimp. It just happens that way. <laughs> <laughs> or like the the real big guys in life that are nicknamed Tiny. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Know, a character a like that in, uh, what's it, Clay Fighter or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Clay Fighter. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're going to cover that game down the line eventually. Oh, uh, I have a copy. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Otto Erland Gregerson asks, what is the best pinball game for the Mega Drive, or as you wrongly call it, the Genesis? <laughs> wrongly call hey, it. Hey, I try, I try to say Mega Drive every now and then, too, for our European listeners. Uh, Crewball or Psycho Pinball, dot, dot, dot. Uh, and Daniel Tolan said, Dragon Fury is my jam. Um, and I have to go with, um, let's see. Did you tell Daniel this is Ask Aaron, not Ask Daniel? That's right. It's not okay. Ask Dan. I want to make sure. <laughs> I love Daniel. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, that's that's fine. Um, no, to be honest, um, I really, really like Devil's Crush, which is a TurboGrafx-16 game that Dan's mentioning here that was ported over to the Genesis as Dragon Fury and even received a Genesis-only sequel. But uh, I think that's either my favorite. That or uh, Sonic Spinball is actually really fun. Yeah. Um, I haven't played enough of Crewball or Psycho Pinball to say those would win out um and there just really aren't any other pinball games that i can think of there's maybe what the pinball games you get to play on action 52 oh no (laughs) so i will probably stick with with dragon fury if any of you listeners can think of any other pinball games on sega genesis or mega drive um for you european and japanese folks let me know next up sean moldowney Good buddy, Sean. What is your least favorite gaming genre and why? And I thought long and hard about this, and I would have to say racing horse simulators. (laughs) 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 And believe it or not, Koei, the the simulation masters, actually released one of these games stateside on the Sega Saturn, and I owned it. And uh, I think it was called Winning Posts. And it was just the most dull and boring game to me, um, where you pretty much have to breed horses and race them, which um, it, and there were just tons of nested menus and stats to follow. And some people are stat fiends and get really into that. Uh, when I was a kid and we owned it on Sega Saturn, it was just, uh, no, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying I, to remember if it was like, yeah, I think it was winning, winning post or something like that. There, there is a cool horse racing game at like uh, a place called Billy Bob's. It's kind of like Chuck E. Cheese's where you roll these little balls into uh, like these certain little holes that have numbers on them, and if you get the higher number you get, the faster your horse goes. Oh, that's kinda, yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> they got those at Dollywood too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like and you get tickets, you know, go go get your a million tickets and get a dummy sucker or dum dum, whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, you got 5,000 points. Here's a sucker. 
So, so guys, um, I might be wrong about this game because, like, I checked Amazon and like the the six review six people reviewed the game and gave it five stars. So <laughs> maybe I just didn't like it as a kid. Um, but if you want to go out and check it out and see if if uh, horse racing simulators are your thing, please by all means <laughs> give it a shot. Uh, yeah, that, that's probably my least favorite. So some of those deeper simulation games are hard for me to get into. Um, there are a few real-time strategy games, which as a kid, those were also really hard for me to get into as well, but I've gotten better. Um, and I do enjoy Herzog's Y on Sega Genesis and, uh, Dune 2, which is actually kind of rare. And I hope we cover both of those at some point. So moving on here. Uh, oh yeah, I liked how Nick uh, chimed in. He said, "We all know Sean hates beat 'em ups. That Streets of Rage 2, I'm still hurt." Which he's referring <laughs> to a video that Sean posted of him destroying. Basically, um, he colluded with uh, Michael Kelso from um, that other podcast, and uh, he he got a copy of Streets of Rage 2, which I think Michael told me that it was a messed up copy anyway. So Sean, uh, I think, took a blowtorch to it and. Uh, beat it up with a hammer, and it was just it was a sad day for everybody. Poor Streets of Rage 2. And uh, moving on here, Eric Purcell, my good buddy Eric from Iowa, says, was this fantastic look inspired by Bootsy Collins? <laughs> and, uh, yes, I'd say everything I do in life, especially the shades, are inspired by funk legend Bootsy Collins. So, yes. I want to get a bass guitar like his, man. <laughs> right? Okay, so uh, Nick DeMarco asks, Judging by this photo, I must know what old, old school Elton John song should have been in a Genesis game and which game. Oh, man. I would probably go with... Uh, hmm, Crocodile Rock? No. <laughs> uh, Rocket Man? Yeah, Rocket, Rocket Man would be a good choice. Um, and what game? Rocket Man Adventures. Of course. Hey! There you oh, go. Nice. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's see. Gabe Van Gilder asks, Aaron, did anyone ever ask you to fill out a TPS report? <laughs> uh, you know what? Only in jest, thankfully. Uh, I, I love that movie, though. I love Office Me Space. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the one that made the uh, meme with all of our faces on it. It says, dang, it feels good to be a gymster. Yes. Second SNES. Oh, that was great. Yes, I did. I'm not a big rap fan, but in high school, me and my buddies actually got the soundtrack to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we, and I, I, we just the, the opening scene where Michael Bolton does. You roll up awkwardly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back up in He's your like, with the resurrection. We can rap the whole thing. Well, it's funny when he's like. He's the one who should change his name. He's the one who sucks. <laughs> the no talent <laughs> butt clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he has that big Snoop Dogg poster in his office cubicle. Like, that's great. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't catch it like the 12th time I watched the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, that's so, the kind of stuff yeah. we can do for Patreon. Just random uh, office space uh, review episodes. <laughs> you guys let us know. <laughs> Patreon users let us know if you want us to do something random. We will. We'll do a random side. I think... Yeah, we'll do a random side uh, sideshow podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Chris Vanderhoof, our other resident Genesis Gem Patrol, <laughs> and friend of the show, I would say. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Besides trolling, of course. Um. Well, Chris, 
since uh, you and I have actually played Words with Friends together. Uh, I would say beating you at Words with Friends. That's my other occupation. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, actually, I work for uh, CVS, and uh, I work in their mail order division, and I do uh, analysis work. Um, and that's all I'm going to say here because I don't want to bore our listeners to death. So we'll just say that. It's not top secret or anything. It's just not super exciting. <laughs> it's not as glamorous as being a gem, I'll tell you that much. Okay, so Ken uh, Kuzmal, who is actually our artist for our new logo. Yeah, awesome. So he, awesome he, guy. he did that. We're, we're expanding out a little bit. Um, some other stuff behind the scenes we'll talk about later, but the other logo I had, I kind of ripped off an actual image of a Genesis controller, so I kind of wanted to make things a little bit more legit in that sense. So <laughs> later on when we have things possibly published, I'll go into that later. I don't think you guys know some of the conversations I'm having, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, that's one of the reasons we got the new logo, but love it. I love the whole circle thing where we'll get some new t-shirts going, things like that. So yeah, big thanks, Ken. Thank you, man. Uh, so he asked, who was your favorite person that ever bought you a game? And uh, this one, uh, yeah, I, I know um, So people have kind of commented and said, well, who could it be? Because like, yeah, there, there have been people over the years, um, retro gaming circles uh, and in general that have actually gifted me games and stuff. Um, and even friends of this show. I mean, I've got a, a copy of uh, <laughs> NBA Champ. No, it was uh, NBA Live 95 that Nick yeah. Stevens gave me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I honestly, I have to go with my mom because uh, she would have... Um, yeah, but she would have a good time. She would just go pick out a game for me and, and it didn't matter. Like, I didn't ask her too much, but she would just go talk to... Uh, I remember she went to Sears or something and she would talk to the, the store attendant and she'd be like, what kind of game should I get my son? And sometimes it would be a good game. And then, you know, sometimes it would be kind of, oh, this is this is fun. <laughs> this is interesting. I remember I ended up with, uh, I think it was like, uh, I think a lot of people had already moved on to other video game systems. But I remember I had a, I had an NES, um, and she was still asking for, like, uh, well, what NES games do you still have? And this was, like, 1995, guys. Uh, and I think it was, she came home with a Rocket Ranger, and... Oh. Quattro, uh, I think it was Quattro Adventure, or Quat? No, it's Quattro Action. Yeah. So one of those was actually really good, and that was a Quattro. Quattro Action one had some pretty solid games on it, um, but Rocket Ranger is just uh, not that fun of a game. I think in its original incarnation uh, on Amiga, it was great. Cinemaware games, uh, but when it got poured to NES, there was something kind of lost in translation, kind of like uh, Three Stooges. Or um, there was another medieval one, uh, Defenders of the Crown. Same same issue. Anyways, yeah, I have to go with my mom there, Ken, uh, just because, you know, I uh, lost my mom last year. But um, that's that's one of the good memories I have is my mom, um, you know, going out of her way to uh, pick out games she thought that I would like, basically. So uh, good looking out, Mom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on here, uh, Jim Jones asks, "Are you a rocket? Ma- Whoa! Are you a rocket man? <laughs> this really ties in. This is great. I love it. 
Um, yes, I am a rocket man. I had to really think about that for a minute. So Sean Robinson, good buddy Sean, um, came up with about, I think, something in the n- number of uh, one, two, three, four, five, six questions. I'm only, I told him, I'm only going to answer two. And I'm going to kind of make that a, a new rule. <laughs> I love uh, I love all the listener feedback we get and uh, everyone chiming in for Ask Aaron. I love you guys to death. Uh, but I'm it, just in order to make sure we don't take up all the time on the show doing this se- segment, uh, I'm going to say please limit it to two maybe. Um, but I'll go ahead and try and answer a few of these. So this one, this first one, Sean asks, what life decisions did you make which led you to wear those glasses, put on that facial expression, <laughs> pose for the camera, allow a photo to be taken, and then have the photo posted online, then allow the photo to be shared, all the while not deciding that this was a bad course of action? <laughs> and uh, I just, I actually told him straight up, I said, oh, I took the photo, and I knew exactly what I was doing. I did. And I have no shame, guys. So I'm going to pick one, one more of Sean's questions here. I will say he asked what the ultimate goal of Genesis Gems is. Um, and I think we've already answered that one, which is, you know, we're a game-by-game podcast. So eventually we'd like to um, review every game, which will never happen. But we'd like to review every game that was released on the Sega Genesis. That would be awesome. So I'll give you that one as a freebie. And I'll answer one more here. Let's see. There's one I can actually answer. If you lived in Japan for one week, which Sega Genesis-themed merchandise would you acquire? Um, I would probably get anything that had a Mega Drive logo on it, like a hat um, or a shirt or a console. Or, uh, I don't know, there's just so much. There's Streets of Rage stuff. There's... uh, Probably some Shenmue stuff. There's um, Sega Genesis-wise, though. Of course, you have Sonic. Um, uh, I don't know what's big in Japan outside of Sonic the Hedgehog from from the Sega Genesis days. I don't know if you guys can think of anything else. Mm. Echo the Dolphin. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Any Shenmue stuff, that'd be sweet. Revenge of Shinobi. I don't know. I don't know what, what the biggest games over there for them. Shanghai 2. No, I don't know. I wish I could say, but if I was over there, uh, I honestly I would love to visit Japan sometime. I'm sure it would be nerd overload for me. Yeah, um, and it would be pretty cool. But uh, thank you guys for asking all of your awesome questions. I look forward to answering more of them. And uh, you can always pop on over to our group on Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com/group/genesisgems, and stay tuned for the next round of Ask Aaron. Nice. That's like a cool outro for that. I like it. Have you been practicing that? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. All right, guys. Uh, We could take a a break and be like, I'll be back. You know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) This this is actually kind of weird. What did Arnold say when he was invited to a Saved by the Bell theme party? He said, I'll be Zach. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, hey, game on, Landon. Game on, Nick. Game on, uh, Aaron. <laughs> Game on, Nick. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Game on! Yeah, game on! 
Last action hero. Oh man. Mm. So so first off, I want to I want to say this. Um, memories of this. I remember the movie, of course. This is based on the movie by Arnold Schwarzenegger. This was kind of in that weird time between you know Terminator 2 and then all the other bad movies he did. And I did like True Lies. I will say that. Yeah, but I like Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way was all right. Oh, yeah. That's become like a staple Christmas movie, which cracks me up. But uh, yes, I watch it every year. Me too. Me too. <laughs> and Sinbad's in there, right? That's, yes, he is. It's not that illusion like everyone thinks Sinbad's in Kazam, but he's not. No. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think he's in a movie called Shazam, which didn't exist. <laughs> that's what it was. I was thinking that's Shazam. The, that's the Shaq movie, right? <laughs> yep. All right. But I love Kindergarten Cop. I loved. Uh, Terminator, but this wasn't quite my movie, and I actually rented it a few weeks ago on Amazon Prime. Couldn't sit through it all. It was just like, oh. no. Uh, I watched a really bad um, copy of it on YouTube, where it's like it looks like someone put Vaseline on the screen. Oh gosh! <laughs> like to get past the YouTube censors. <laughs> I did. I, I sat through it. I really did. Cause I'd never seen the movie as a kid, and um, and now I kind of know why. It's, yeah. It just doesn't yeah. hold up all that well. Um, I would say it's better than Hudson Hawk, which is trying to do uh, about the same thing, which is kind of do the best of both worlds and be an action movie and a comedy. And there are examples of movies that have pulled that off like really well, like Rush Hour is a good example where it worked. But <laughs> Anything with Chris Tucker works. Though. Yeah. Well, like, it, fifth it, Element. This, I got that in there. Right, Fifth Element. Um, but this was an example where it's just like half the movie is just them going, it's a movie. So, you know, it's a movie, so that's why it does it. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> that's why the things happen the way they do. So, um, Landon, did you play this as a kid at all? Remember? No. we. I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but we didn't get a whole lot of Sega stuff here for some reason. We were... seems like this part of the state was really big Nintendo, and, like, the Sega stuff was always kind of off in the, in the discount bin, but I never... I never really played this game till we uh, till we decided to play it for the show, and yeah, that, <laughs> that's all I can say good about it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did play this when I was a kid. Um, I played it on the Super Nintendo. It was at my local rental store, and um, if you guys, anyone who's heard the podcast more than once knows that I'm a huge beat-em-up fan. I talk about it all the time. So I saw this, I'm like, that has potential to be a pretty cool beat-em-up. It's got um, some fighting stages I see, and getting a car later on. That, that looks pretty cool. And, um, yeah, I, I, the good thing about my local rental store, I'll leave it to this, I don't spoil anything, is that every Friday you got to deal three for five. You get to rent three games for $5. And um, thank God for those other two games. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> let's go on here. <laughs> this game was published and developed. Uh, it was published by Sony ImageSoft, and it was developed by Bit Studio. Um, some of the other games that Bit Studio did, according to MobyGames.com, check that out. Um, some more recent things they've done. They did a Constantine game back in 2005. You all remember that movie Constantine with uh, Keanu Reeves? Yep. So they, yeah. did, they did that for the PS2. Um, Die Hard Vendetta. I don't know if you remember that one. 2002 came out. They did R-Type DX, which kind of shocked me. I uh, didn't realize they were working on R-Type. That was a Game Boy Color game. Um, going down the list here, they did. <laughs> this is a Genesis game. I won't get into this. It was kind of a letdown. Wolverine and Amanium Rage. Remember that one? <laughs> No. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, they also did Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of games. Yep. What else? Uh, of course, your last action hero too, or last action hero, like we just said. Um, Gun Force. Uh, they did a Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which yeah, that makes sense. 
and a bunch of games. Go go to Moby Games, check all these out. So wasn't real uh, wasn't real impressed with their uh, resume there, but you know we can go on with that. Uh, this was released in 1993, and that genius masterpiece of a soundtrack <laughs> was <laughs> was written by a guy named Shahid Ahmad, or composed by a guy named Shahid Ahmad, which surprisingly enough has worked on some pretty recent games. Uh, Hotline Miami too. I don't know if you guys have played Hotline Miami before. Um, worked on the second one. It's a over-the-top kind of indie game, real violent, real bloody and stuff, uh, with like old arcade graphics or old uh, like eight-bit, yeah. sixteen-bit graphics. Good games. Yeah, they're awesome games. So it kind of shocked me that uh, had that on the resume. But um, everything else I'm looking through here doesn't really see. I don't see a lot of. Of course, a lot of the games I just mentioned, um, they did work on like Wolverine and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, uh, itchy and scratchy game. <laughs> if you guys remember that, the Simpsons cartoon <laughs> of a cartoon video game. So there's yep. some there's yep. some interesting um, things in the resume here. So there you go. And then the average internet price for this, according to PriceCharting.com, is uh, $4.99 loose and $11.50 complete. I did buy this game off eBay. I think I paid like $8 total for it and got a pretty good copy of it with uh, the book and the case. And the game's in really good condition. So I was able to, to do a little bit better than that. But anyways... Uh, the story, I'm going to read real quick from the manual. It's not real long, so that's good. If you've ever seen the movie, then you kind of understand the story. But the story says, You're Jack Slater, the greatest movie hero of all time, and you've just been cast in the biggest adventure of your life. It all began when Danny Mad- Madigan got a hold of a magical movie ticket that somehow blasted him onto the silver screen. Suddenly, this kid's your faithful sidekick, and the two of you are making big screen history, dodging bullets, crashing cars, flying through windows, and taking on the bad guys. But something's gone wrong. Super bad guy Benedict got a hold of Danny's magical ticket and transported himself and, and his criminal crew into the real world. Needless to say, the real world is now in real trouble. Only you, Jack, can save the day. So come on. Work your big screen magic and give us another one of your patented Hollywood endings. Oh my, so they categorize this game as a beat-em-up. Um, I categorized it as torture. I don't know about you guys, but... Uh, <laughs> and uh, the controls for this game are really bad. Um, now I'll go into a little bit. So you, you are going left to right. Um, you know, a lot of beat-em-ups are on more of a... I don't call it a 3D plane, but you can go up, down, left, right, diagonal. This one's strictly left and right. Um, you have two attack buttons. Uh, a buttons, you're a little cool. It's actually a pretty good little animation. There's like a little spin kick. And then you have the B button, which punches, sees the jump. And if you hit up and A, it does like a split kick, which is one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, uh, you can do like a low kick, and you can't do a low punch. And if you hold B down, you can give enemies a fist bump, which is pretty cool. So, and then you jump incredibly high in this game for some reason. It's kind of like, I guess games where you jump really, really high in for no reason are just bad games like Mighty Max. But, um, yeah. So that that's kind of my uh, real quick take on controls. What do you all think about the controls? Pretty bad? Horrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, second Horrible. only to the SNES controls in this <laughs> game, which are worse because um, it seemed like the enemies uh, could get the jump on you a little faster and, and the, your reach wasn't as good. But I think the biggest thing was um, between the SNES and Genesis version, you couldn't do that. It didn't even really help much anyways. It's kind of like the screen clearing move that you could do, the jump kick. Um, the split kick you do in the air, the, the Van Damme style thing, um, you can't even do it in the SNES version. So I guess it's got that going for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, like, did, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Landon's like, I'm not even going to talk about it. So, okay, so while Landon's gathering his thoughts, I did want to... <laughs> I wanted to mention, um, I actually 
we're talking about Bits uh, Studio. I uh, had an interview with someone who worked for them over on Retro Obscura. This was like well over a year ago. It might have been two years ago now. And uh, he had actually, he didn't do programming for this game, but he had worked on uh, T2 and R-Type, uh, the Game Boy conversion, and R-Type Delta, and things like the Itchy and Scratchy game, and even Constantine, which you had mentioned, which is crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, uh, if you ever want to go check out that episode, it was a, or Retro Obscura, and his name was uh, Jazz Austin, or Jace. And, um, yeah, so that's pretty interesting. <laughs> More interesting than this game by far, trust me. <laughs> Did you gather oh, your thought other, there, Lynn? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, if, the only other one thing I wanted to mention was uh, this game is weird in that there are, um, it was ported to a ton of different consoles, and none of the versions of this game are very good. <laughs> uh, but there's three different versions of this game. There's the NES version, which is completely different. Um, and I don't even think it's developed by the same people. What makes that version crazy is that... I don't know if you guys remember the Hamlet scene in the movie. It's probably the best part of the whole movie. Is a scene where I think um, the kid is like dreaming that Arnold Schwarzenegger um, is in Hamlet for some reason. And so he's Hamlet. And he's like, to be or not to be. And uh, he just bust, busts out, you know, guns and starts shooting everybody uh, in Hamlet. It's it's pretty great. In the NES version, you actually get to play that stage, just sadly missing from this game. Uh, and then there's like, um, it's ported to Game Gear, uh, Master System, Game Boy, and um, that version is completely different also, and also not very good. Uh, so it's just weird that. They really thought that this was going to be like the the hot ticket, you know, item when the movie came out. They were like, "Oh, we got to push out all these games for it," you know. <laughs> like, there's just a lot riding on this movie. Kind of weird. Quick cash. <laughs> oh, Lena, yeah. Lena, did you get your thought? Your thought I lost my train of thought. I was just, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything to say about the controls other than they're horrible. <laughs> did you like that Second split, only split kick to... though? Did you like the yeah. split kick? I did like the split kick. I didn't like the jumping for some reason. I didn't like the super high jumping. Yeah, there's no way to control it. It's just yeah. like it goes up and then you come back down and there's no... Uh, and, and maybe that's more true to life. The jumping that high in the air isn't, but um, having <laughs> one trajectory is. Yeah. I, I don't know. In the, I didn't really like the combat either in this game. Like No, it was sad. There's no, um, there's no real rhythm to it. No. You pretty much just wait for... You either get in front of the enemies, uh, their hitbox for you, so that like when they attack, it's actually going past you, or you jump over them, and you wait for their animation to finish, and then you... like I usually did kicks. I didn't bother with punching. Yeah, I didn't well, have to. The, the, the trick I used, you can um, <laughs> you can jump into them, like, get, like inside of their... Uh... <laughs> their image and just yes. start kicking until they back up and that works pretty well too <laughs> yeah or, or how'd you, you like uh fighting the same three enemies over and over and <laughs> yeah over. exactly yeah. exactly and i and i said i put this on the facebook page because i could not quit laughing but i was playing it in front of my oldest son who has just turned into like this 
big Pokemon fan. He's watching Pokemon a lot on Netflix, like the old cartoon I used to watch. Oh, that's my kids too. And he goes, "Is that Ash?" And there's like a guy with like a like a blue sweater, like the same color Ash wears, and like a red hat, just like Ash. It has a baseball bat. And I was like, "No, but that's hilarious." And he got he, <laughs> he actually got a little mad at me because I started typing it as he said that because I was playing the game and taking notes. He goes, "What are you doing?" I said, "I gotta talk about them on my podcast." He got real embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of funny. Figured out a trick if you do like a punch and then like a half step and then a punch again, you can just like keep punching the guy till he dies. Yeah, that was how it, I did all my fights. They don't fall down when you punch, right? I think with the kick they right. fall down. Yeah, I got you. I heard the best way to win at this game is just to leave your Genesis turned off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and the and the cheat code. Good grief! It's not really a real cheat code. You you hold what is it B and C and up, and then you hit start and your guy starts flashing and he's invincible. Weird thing is, it wears off, and uh, every, every time you leave a stage, you got to do it again. And then there's no invincibility cheat codes when you get into the driving mode anyways. So, like, like I could not get past the second stage. That was impossible. I was going to cheat my way through it. Could not beat the second stage, because that, you know. <laughs> and, and we haven't got there yet, but, you know, this game starts off as kind of like a beat-em-up, like we said, which is incredibly hard. I could not get through the first stage without cheating. And once I did get through the first stage, I got to play the second stage, which is like a uh, kind of a side-scrolling car battle where you run people off the road and stuff and uh check out our facebook group if you haven't there's a video on there of me reacting to the uh, sound the car makes <laughs> when it's hitting another car which i think i refer to it as a mutated dying cat i don't know it's the worst oh. one of the worst sounds Ugh. genesis can produce exactly i thought wow that's awful and By and, far. and it's it's a pretty fast-paced car action you would think it'd be kind of fun but it's just way too hard. Um, you can do some cool ramps and stuff. I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt here, guys. Sorry. But you can do some cool <laughs> ramps. I'm really trying. I'm trying really. hard. I'm pulling this out too far. But uh, it was really bad. And I think it. I think there's only like four levels. I didn't do enough research. You know, excuse me. You're but, giving uh, it the two dudes and an S guarantee. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. But there's like, <laughs> you know, the fighting level, the driving level. And I think there's another driving level. Maybe one more fighting level. I, I don't know. But it's not real good. It's, it was just really hard. And not fair, and stupid. Right. And <laughs> any other words? I need some more adjectives. Horrible. Horrible. No, no, no. You're right. Like I, I honestly, I had to watch video after that level. I, I couldn't get through it, and then I just got frustrated and quit playing the game. It was hard enough getting past the first level, but um, the, the driving stage, and it's like this. Um, this is like the sister game to uh, Terminator 2, uh, Judgment Day. Not the awesome arcade version, but the one that Bits did. Um, on the Genesis, which has the same problem, which is like you have like a mind-numbing stage, um, which I, I don't know why. So why is he a detective in this? Yet he only uses his fists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's I, his gun? Where? Yeah, I mean the, the movie is so um, it's pretty hyper-violent for a quote-unquote kids movie. Um, there's a lot of it's violence, and maybe it's dumbed down, but it's still violence. I don't know what's up with that. Like, where where are the guns? At least Terminator 2 had that. But Terminator 2 had the same problem, where it's like, okay, we'll have this boring action stage, and then we'll have a driving level that goes way too fast, and it's just about dodging obstacles, and it's a real pain in the butt. So, um, I, I watched a video of the rest of the game, and it's just like, wow, they really didn't do much to vary this up. At least, like, when you had a company like, um, there's almost like tiers of uh, badness when it comes to licensed <laughs> movie games. <laughs> uh, and down at the bottom is 
and they're usually Arnold Schwarzenegger games. I don't know what it's yeah. about, but uh, Total Recall on NES is probably the worst of the worst. <laughs> um, that's bad. Yeah, you're kidding. Yeah, but uh, when when there's companies like uh, like Ocean actually put out a few halfway decent ones, um, and you know some were pretty terrible. Um, I think like the first Terminator game wasn't that great, um, but Ocean actually put out uh, Darkman. Which I remember uh, being pretty good, um, and I think there was, uh, you know, some halfway decent Robocop games. I'm trying to think if if there's been a good Arnold Schwarzenegger side scrolling beat 'em up. What um, was Darkman on? I've never played that. I love NES. That okay, big, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Sam Raimi fan, so I'm like, oh, Darkman. I've never played that. Yeah, it's it's not a terrible game. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty fun, but uh, yeah, I I just don't know. If I had to like put this one, it's it's probably near the bottom. It's not as bad as <laughs> as Total Recall, I think, but it's it's pretty close. What kills is it as too? bad as Predator? That was the question. Oh. <laughs> oh, Predator, where he's wearing pink and that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with wearing a pink leotard out in the jungle, but uh, <laughs> people might start asking questions. <laughs> and it makes me kind of upset because this game had it had some potential like the way it was set up I mean how awesome would it have been if you had a real real tight beat em up level and then a real tight like car battle level like it, it sounds like in theory it would be an awesome game but I have a feeling I'd love to know the story behind this but I'm sure this was one of those things where you gotta release this game right with the movie I don't care how it is it's gotta be done, yeah. it's gotta be done. I, I imagine <laughs> they, they only had a couple months to put this game out I don't think just looking at the game and all the repeated um, level designs and textures and enemies, I don't think they had much time to put it out. And it's just like, oh, we got we got to get this out there somehow. Yeah, and, and kind of like going back to what you talked about with your mom buying your games. I think this generation, like the, at that time, it, it was almost a little dirty what they did because you know parents see these games like, oh, that movie just came out. I bet my son would love that game or my daughter would love that game. So the money was there. And it's just like, you can't do that in today's world because IGN or, you know, Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic get a hold of these games. Like, yeah, trash, don't buy it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to touch that game with a 10-foot pole. But it's like at this <laughs> at this time in, in, in the world, it was throw this junk it's, out there. That's what would happen, yeah. yeah and, yeah. Um, you know, I credit my mom for getting us the Sega CD um, and, and awesome things like that, but you know, she, she's also the same person who, who got me next Karate Kid because she's like, "You like Karate Kid? You're gonna love this one." Yeah. Or like, uh, you know, the, my, you, my birthday that was ruined because I got what was it Bart, The Simpsons Mutant Nightmare or whatever the heck that game was on Nintendo uh, the Alien. Oh my god. Yeah. It, and it wasn't took, that ported to Genesis also? I think so. And it took me like yeah, four months. Edge. Took me four months to beat the beat the first level. You know, paint all the crap green or purple, whatever the heck it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I spent. That was my game. That was the game I had, and I spent months beating that first level. <laughs> I had Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yes. I had Jaws, and I'm trying to. I had Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was oh. not. Oh. Not very good. That's <laughs> yeah, like the worst game ever. I think I talked oh. about that in the Retro Junkies episode. It's like the. I think, I think we sh- we should like if we have one of those like sidebar discussions, just talk about movie licensed games. Oh. Jeez. 
and how much Oof. I loved I loved that movie I think that was the biggest letdown it's like oh this, this is just miserable or like wrestling games like as much as I wanted to love Wrestlemania wherever it was the first one that came out that was like the worst yes. fighting game ever but I'm like yeah, yeah I can be Hulk Hogan and Macho Man alright <laughs> I can do one move yeah <laughs> I can punch and kick yeah and tell your best friend to pick Ted DiBiase because he could eye gouge and punch <laughs> with no reach advantage <laughs> yep oh wow Maybe we should get back on this Genesis thing. So graphics, I wrote down some funny things about this. Um, So I'm just going to talk about the character model of this guy, right? He's got the tiniest little legs. You can can see this by... One thing you can tell is when he's running, it looks looks like he's either got tiny legs or he's sagging. You know, like like they used to do back when I was in high school, put their pants around there. And and you can really tell when you low kick. It's like he has no reach on his low kick. It doesn't even go past his shoulder. I'm like, what in the world? And um, animations, you, you know how I tell you guys a lot of times I'll, I'll, I'll like jump or run and hit hit pause real fast. There's a frame skip for every animation he does. It's like if you think about real life, you jumping like like, like a two foot arm swing. It, it doesn't even like actually animate all the way around. It just kind of yeah. just like twitches. I'm like, oh, that's that's <laughs> bad because most games have a little bit more attention to detail. And maybe I'm the only one in the world who pauses a game and starts hitting pause real fast and see what the animations do. But everything's a twitch, and it's just so. I don't know, it makes it feel twitchy. I can't think of another word, guys. Sorry. <laughs> twitchy. Twitch. And did you notice um, on the first level, the game does not explain to you at all the whole concept of jump on the car, let the bullets hit you, and then run forward, or else you're going to die. Because there are these bullets that fly out, and if, if you don't, like, jump up and down on the car so that they, uh, they shoot up... They're going to come down towards you on the ground. Like, there's this whole weird thing where it's like uh, they're aiming their reticules wherever you are right at that moment. And then, it, you know, if, if you don't jump up and down on that car, then it's just going to kill you. It's weird. Oh, crap, guys. I just beat the game. I don't know how I did this, but uh, I, did the cheat, I did the cheat code thing. And then I started hitting pause <laughs> real fast, like I was just talking about, and hitting down. And I skipped every level. And now I just got to the credits. So, did beat they the give game. You a- beat the game. Yes. There nice. you go. Did they give you a rebate code? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's got some weird looking... That doesn't even make sense. It's showing a theater screen with the credits rolling up. And there's stuff rolling up underneath the theater screen. Come on, guys. And it's weird that they don't show... <laughs> like, the kid is uh, a main character in the movie. I bet you when he played this game, he was probably pretty ticked off that he only shows up in the cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a little... I, I didn't read that cheat code on, online. That's funny. So you can skip levels. My apologies. Oh, you know, skip all the levels. I was only able to skip, like, one level when I first did it. But if you just keep hitting up and start real fast after you do that cheat code, apparently it gets you there. Sorry. Did you ever, guys ever use Game Genie or the stage select codes to, like, if you're playing a bad game, you wanted to see if oh, the yeah. game got better? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And sometimes, like, you know, some games where, like, like I, I, I talked to you guys about Cliffhanger on Sega CD. <laughs> I own that game, and that was one game where I played it a whole bunch and the only redeeming factor of that game, besides like the little, you know, FMV cutscenes from the movie, was the fact that to break up the monotony of the the boring beat 'em up stages, you'd have a snowboarding sequence, um, which kind of played out in a perspective similar to like, um, you know, a a driving game or like a, almost like Outrun or something like that. But where there's these obstacles coming towards you, and you have to dodge them. Or like slalom on the NES is the best way I can describe it. <laughs> so that was the only redeeming factor from that game. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Kind of funny. 
Did you guys think he kind of looked like Charlie Brown, the, the character model for Arnold? That was the first yeah. thing that crossed my mind. I'm like, that's Charlie he, Brown. He does not have this, the blonde hair or whatever it is from the movie. I want a refund. <laughs> Charlie man, Brown taking it to the streets, man. That's right. He's going to kick the football in your face. With his short legs. I don't know how he's going to kick the football with his tiny little legs. I know. I'm telling you. Maybe I'll... they just made a Charlie Brown game and said, ah, put Arnold, put Last Action Hero on it and sell it to the kids. What they won't know. This? I'm at some level now where there's bouncing tires coming at me. You, you yeah. Guys, what in the world? Yes. There's some uh, Sorry. That's some lovely game oh, wow. design. It's it's always random barrels. Yeah. I want to be that guy in a game. You get the guys with the ball bats and knives and the guns. and I want to be the guy that throws a bouncing tire at you. I know. Bouncing tire, <laughs> barrel. I'm the bouncing tire. Tyrant. That's right. <laughs> Are you tired yet? I am tired. <laughs> I'm trying to get some uh, some joy out of this. This is hilarious, man. That's right. Down start. I'll just keep hitting down start. Now you know, gonna... when I was, I was doing that driving stage, and... Um, I, I could not figure out the point of the level. I thought, oh, I have to collect these um, white things on the ground. I thought, oh, maybe I have, they're like scraps of paper. They're like movie tickets or something. And I have to collect them all to beat the level. And no, they just uh, make you jump. Like, that's the old, their, their only purpose. <laughs> but I was sitting there, like, wasting all the time in the level. Um, and I think there's, like, a meter or something that goes across the screen of, like, how far you have to go to, to beat it. Um, but, yeah, it's just... Oh, that sound that happens when like you you when someone bumps into you, yeah, it's it's just bad. Oh man, how about that tune that plays over and over again? Go right to the music. <laughs> it's like oh stop, it's in my head. You can tell it's related to the Terminator 2 music, like oh, the yeah. same bass line. It's just, it's great. <laughs> I have it on CD playing right oh, now. Yeah. Big time. Ooh. It's Landon's new ringtone, I heard. That's, yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> Makes me want to go out and beat up dudes that look like Pokemon catchers. and <laughs> He's going to do a Hawkster promo. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. This background tune is my new one. <laughs> See, there are some <laughs> games... There are some games that are that are so bad that they're just endlessly enjoyable to make fun of. This game is just kind of mediocre bad, where it's like it's really hard to find a ton of things to make fun of, and so it just it's it's really just making our jobs harder. Yeah, they it's... they couldn't just make a completely broken game. They they had to make a game that was still beatable, and there's like a you know. A very tiny amount of fun to be had. Yeah, and I'll, I will give it this. Yeah, I complain a lot about some games not having like the feedback when you hit somebody. Like take X Men, you don't, you don't, can't really hear anything. Are you hitting this guy or not? This game does have a little bit of that feedback when you do punch or kick somebody. There is a sound to be made, and they do kind of back up a little bit. So there's one positive. Yeah. Yeah. How about the that? game boots up and uh... <laughs> you can turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying here, guys. <laughs> You're doing a splendid job. Splendid job. Oh, man. What else I got on my notes here? I wrote sound effects. Eek. I didn't really have any real <laughs> real info there. I wrote little legs, big coat. 
That's funny. I was, thinking, big coat. I was thinking fat guy, big coat. <laughs> or fat guy, little coat. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Tommy boy. Animations are bad. Not real fluid when jumping. I talked about that. I'm just going to read my notes for a while. Fill some time <laughs> in. Uh, okay. They really are a gang. I mean, you do get ganged up on by, like, four and five guys at a time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You're like... Of course, you know, in typical Arnold fashion, you're going to take out everybody by yourself. Unless it's uh, twins with Danny DeVito. He's got a buddy there. <laughs> what was the one where he was pregnant? <laughs> what was that one called? Junior. Junior, yes. I wanted to say Baby Mama. That was uh, <laughs> that was a good movie, too. <laughs> the, two, the two girls from Saturday Night Live. I can't think of their names all of a sudden. <laughs> what, like oh. Julia Sweeney or who? I was older, though. The girl from Parks and Rec, and then the girl from... Uh, oh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, Amy Poehler, and then the girl from... Uh, Tina Rock. Fey. Yes, yes. Great movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Retrofitted achievements. <laughs> we got to cover That's that one. That's my only achievement. Yeah. If, if, I, if I do the tier, of, if I do the Patreon reward, will you write that song for me? In every, every style, do NES style, Sega Genesis style. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to move the show along. <laughs> you guys got something to say? <laughs> Retrofitted achievements? The Genesis Gems Retrofitted Achievements. So I got three. Three. My first one is. Fist bump death, and this is hold your fist out and let the bad guys kill you, because you know you're, you're like, let's make up guys, fist bump, and then they kill you anyways. <laughs> so. uh, uh, my first one is get to the chopper, make it to the end of the first level and get on the helicopter. I like it. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so my my first one is a uh, consider this a divorce. Uh, and that's uh, <laughs> and that's me uh, turning off the game after being disappointed by it. That's my achievement. And in the first time of Genesis Gems podcast history, I am removing this game from my Genesis. Open this up. <laughs> and I am not playing it through the rest of the show. I'm done. I'm going to send this to Sean Maldoni, however you say his last name. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm going to keep it in my collection. <laughs> never speak of this again yeah exactly it'll look pretty in this nice box on my shelf my next one is it's not a tuba and that's trying to figure out what that noise is coming from the car chase scene oh, <laughs> oh lord T- tuba see what i did there uh, <laughs> my next one is don't they have a dare program at this school that's where you beat up the dude that throws the Molotov cocktail at you <laughs> And the team of the award goes to Landon. That was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> no, just skip me. This game isn't worth my retrofit achievements. That's a good achievement. Ended on a high note. You don't get achievement. My, my, my last one here is the uh, Daniel Tolan Award. And this game's so bad that I didn't even care to even try to put it in 4-3 perspective. There you go, Daniel. Ooh. I think I used that one before. I think I'll just use that for every bad game we do. <laughs> Oh, that's all I got. You got more, Landon? My last one is Go Go Power Rangers. Do like I did and turn the game off and play Power Rangers the movie instead. <laughs> Good beat em up, right? <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
You know what? I actually did play that one. That's a good one. That is yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah. But is it a gem? Stay tuned for year 20 of our podcast when we cover that game. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, let's ask the big question. <laughs> is this game a gem? Is this game a gem? Is Jim? Is it good? Or is it garbage? Critical Reception. This game got a Moby rank of 38 out of 100. I think in grade school terms, that's like an F minus. It sounds and a little high. Sounds a little, yeah, a little, <laughs> little high. A little, little generous there. I love this tagline from GamePro. This is what they said. The lack of options gives the whole affair a feeling of rushed desperation. It's a last action zero. <laughs> see what they did there? Ooh. <laughs> Let's see what our listeners think. If you guys want to go and have your uh, comments about the game read on the show, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems. We post a picture of the game we play, and we ask whether you think it's a gem, if it's good, if it's garbage. So let's go through these real quick. First one comes from Chris Card. says, not familiar with this version, but it couldn't be any worse than the NES version, could it? And then I wrote, Genesis does. Ken Cosmo comes back and says, but should it? <laughs> I had to read that. Okay. Brian Jellison says, that's good. Not too bad of a side scroll and beat him up. It's no gem and it's not garbage. Okay. Jesse Cleva. Mr. I, I, love, I love seeing Jesse's post. He's such a cool guy. I hope he listens to this. Uh, such a good family man. Works hard. Good, good guy right there. But he says, I still remember my cousins getting to watch this movie and then come back with Burger King Last Action Hero Cups and Toys. <laughs> that's a good memory. Uh, Joshua Ty says, never played this or even heard of it. Maybe added to my list of games to get based on the podcast. Can't wait to hear the review. Uh, Joshua, you may want to rethink that. Listen to the end of this, please. Um, Andrew Coed says, I remember renting this game and trying to convince myself it was good, but it really wasn't. Bad music, sluggish combat, very little enemy variety. At least it was pretty short. Sorry, guys. This was garbage. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Um, Nathan Cooper says, the review on Sega 16 gives us a 2 out of 10. Based on this, I really doubt it's a gem. I've not played it, but I don't have plans to add it to my collection. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing what the Genesis Gems crew thinks about it. And then Aaron, Aaron comes in and says, it gave me diabetes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, Aaron, but that's funny. Oh. No, please. Please do. Laugh at my pain. <laughs> that should have been one of your achievements. It gave me diabetes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Flank I, just, I, I get a speech impediment when I say Trevor's name I just said Trevor Franklin again <laughs> sorry Trevor Trevor Franklin says it looks like garbage and I want to play it I am a broken man <laughs> oh our, our good buddy Jim Jones Jim Jones Jim says where to start having been a US only title I never played this as a kid but it was horrible I had visions of running around as Arnie instead I was some poor man's imitation Bringing fist and feet to a gunfight is never a good idea. <laughs> Garbage, unfortunately. In the words of Jack Slater, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he commented on that. says, played it some more. Only seemed to get worse. <laughs> they just played it again. Played it again with my five and three-year-old. They used to look up to me as a father figure. <laughs> they thought I was punishing them. I'm now scum in their eyes. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh, Rich VD says, never played it, but I love that movie. Michael Kelso says, Did you guys troll yourselves? That's our job. Where did this pit come from? But seriously, my opinion, it's the kind of game you take home to your mother. <laughs> wow, that's good. <laughs> Stephen Michael says, Like an overcooked shrimp, it's garbage. 
Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it, days um, shrimp kebab, shrimp creo, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That, that's about it. So apparently he was watching Forrest Gump as this happened. And then I commented back and said, uh, Steve and Michael knew everything there was to know about the shrimp business. <laughs> oh. If 90s Entertainment Show was still up and running, I would tell you to go listen to the episode where we cover Forrest Gump. But uh, apparently when I canceled my account, it took the feed down. So sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I know. I, 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 there's been some people guilting me to bring that show back. Kind of would like to. Anyways, Chris Vanderhoff is the last comment here and says, "Man, I never played this, so I will have no input." Like Michael Kelso, garbage. All right. So the listeners say it's garbage. The critics say it's garbage. I think the game on the back of the instruction manual actually said, "In the future, when a podcast called Genesis Gems reviews this game, it will say it's garbage." So. Being that, I can't deny future fate. This game is garbage in my eyes. I don't need to talk about it anymore. You heard my rants. It sucks. It's garbage. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not a gym. <laughs> it's not good. It's not garbage. It's a tumor! <laughs> it's a tumor in the face of all games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but if we have to go on the Genesis scale, it's garbage. <laughs> See, I swear, there was this one time I was playing this game. I was I was at a party, I think, and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, just comes up to me and he points a gun at me and he says, "Party pooper!" <laughs> and, uh, I swore I never to play this game ever again. At that moment, ever. It's so bad, guys. Uh, it's like, did you watch the uh, Celebrity Apprentice when? Arnold was the uh, new Donald Trump. He's like, You're terminated. So <laughs> <laughs> I like saying this game. You're terminated. All right, guys. So we will lay the gavel down right now and say this game is garbage. So uh, in order to not have any glitches in the um, podcast feed when I share my screen, um, you guys can pop open the website if you like, Aaron and Landon. But I can kind of go over. We have four games right now that are garbage. So rank 46 right now is last battle. Uh, ranked 47 is Slaughter Sport, uh, ranked 48 is Technocop, and uh, ranked 49 is Heavy Nova. Um, to me, this game's a little bit better than Heavy Nova, and yeah. I like Technocop a little bit better. I would agree with you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So this game will now be the second worst game we've played. <laughs> Just one better than Heavy Nova. Certainly so not it, the last. It will. <laughs> it will fall right at number 48. Oops, made a mistake. This game's actually number 49, and I just recorded this about a week after we recorded the show, so let's go back in time to the Genesis Tombs. Definitely second to worst game we've covered, so it's going to go right above Heavy Nova, right below Technocop at number 48, guys. All right. So the next game, finally, we got a thank you, Gemsters out there. You beat the trolls. So we had a poll out Ooh. there. The poll was between <laughs> Rock and Roll Racing, Barney's Hide and Seek, and uh, Turrican. So Barney's Hide and Seek and Rock and Roll Racing tied. So we had a tiebreaker. And you, Gemsters, came in and rocked our world. You're going to do Rock and Roll Racing next, which is a Blizzard game. Love Blizzard. Big fan of that company. So we'll be covering that in the next few weeks. So guys, stay tuned for that. Please join our Facebook group at uh, facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems 
tell us what you think about the game. So we'll go forward with that. And coming soon, guys, like I mentioned, Patreon is going to be a big thing. we got some guys who are going to be doing game picks. Um, a few special treats with that. So I know Daniel Tolan paid the price. He's going to be on the show a few times a year now. I think he's trying to buy his way in here. I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> no, we love Dan. It's possible. <laughs> so, so he'll be coming <laughs> on. Take him off a retro obscura. And oh, man. man. He so, just keeps coming back. <laughs> so he'll be coming Speaking in. of which, yeah. uh, we actually did release... Another episode of Retro Obscura, finally. Yes. It's been working. in the can forever, but it's finally out, guys. So if you enjoy Genesis Gems and you want some other content, um, you need your fix of Aaron or just retro goodness, uh, Dan and I and Adam and uh, Paul. Oh, Paul's uh, back. Yeah, Paul's back. Cool. He's not on every episode, but uh, he's, cool. he's definitely back with us. Uh, but yeah, check us out over on Retro Obscura, and we do cover Genesis games from time to time. Also, we just cover pretty much everything is fair game, um, as long as it's uh, kind of obscure or uh, lesser known. Sometimes we talk about more well-known things, uh, but just depends. Sweet, mm-hmm. Landon. Anything going on Retro Junkies feed? I know we, we were talking about recording Empire Strikes Back. Did you guys do that? No, <laughs> we've we've not really done anything. We've been dropping the ball. Yeah, that's all right. You know that that's the thing that started all this. Sometimes it's okay just let it linger. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I would hate to say it, it ever died. I, I don't want to see that happen. But uh, I know Rob said, longer. Yeah, I know Rob mentioned he, he said something about recording that and the time he gave me. I couldn't make it, but uh, that's definitely my favorite movie of all time. So excited for that to happen eventually. But, yeah. I know I'm I'm ready for it too. I. Just, it's everybody's schedules and time and yeah, all that adult stuff. We love Rob Luther to death, but that man is busy. He does a lot of stuff in the in the retro community. So, and hey, he's got he's kept Turtle Flex really consistent. So that's really cool. I know they got a big following over there. Um, so that, that that's been cool. But uh, Rob is he's excited about this Patreon thing, guys. Um, he's he's been wanting to do Game Gear games for a long time. So we'll we'll definitely bring that. And and guys, going forward, um, we're gonna try to get one exclusive episode a month. So guys, go over to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash genesisgems. For $1 a month, you're going to get those special episodes that we will not be releasing on our iTunes feed, Stitcher feed, things like that. So look forward to that. I'm actually in talks with a retro gaming um, store here so I can get me a 32X again. I haven't had a 32X in a long time. So I'm going to be picking up one of those with my own money. <laughs> so you guys you guys know that we're you know putting some money into this cast. And of course, you know, I, I can't say that's a that's a painful thing. I love my collecting. So it's not like it's a oh I got about 32x. It's more of an exciting thing. So stay tuned for that. Um, Sega C D episodes. We may even venture out. Like right now we're just talking about that era of what hooked up to the Genesis and possibly some game gear stuff. But I would even like to maybe cover some more current Sega games. Like I really want to play that new Yakuza game. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that one day. But uh, stay tuned for that. we got some cool stuff coming up um, for, with Patreon. Real excited about that. Really appreciate you all who have already uh, donated to us. Um, I know there's some other people talking with me now who maybe want to donate outside of Patreon. We'll give them the same type of uh, shout-outs we're giving here. They'll get the same rewards. Uh, it was pretty cool. Someone approached me. I won't say names because I don't know if he wants me saying it yet. But uh, said, hey, to avoid any of the Patreon fees, I'd, I'd rather give you money directly through PayPal. So really appreciate that as well. But okay, yeah, that's what I got. You guys keep connecting with us. GenesisGymsPodcast.com. Facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. Facebook group at Facebook.com slash group slash Genesis Gems. Email us. I'll put another uh, contest out there soon with our big grab bag of stuff. Uh, Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. And there's actually someone who contacted our Facebook page who's going to send a huge 
box of games to me. Um, we're gonna put that into the uh, to the grab bag of prizes, and the uh, only thing he he asked in return was um, he gets to pick a game that we cover, and he said it would be included in this package. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna oh, be. Oh, yeah. please! I hope it's not Shaq Wu, please. No. Jack, yeah, probably. I'll I'll do an unboxing video and hopefully have my surprise of what he what he has to do. So appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at Gen Gems. Uh, go to iTunes. We haven't had a new iTunes review in a while, and there's been a lot of activity on our page. So I would love for someone to go out and give us an iTunes review. We'd love that. I would love that. I'm just going to keep saying that until it happens. And <laughs> we are on Stitcher. Uh, check us out there. And we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. All right, guys. Well, with that, um, I don't have much else to say. Go check out Retro Obscura. I will put that in the show notes, the new episode. Get a direct feed in there. Um, Landon, you have anything to add to that? No, nah, man. Sound, everything sounds good to me. Sounds good. <laughs> Landon's <laughs> Landon so laid back. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And guys, I'm trying to improve my breathing a little bit. I don't know if anyone notices on the show. You're kind of a mouth breather. I'm a very bad mouth breather. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, I'll never forget, I was on a conference call one time, and it wasn't me, but I was. it was like a global conference call with a bunch of other countries, and uh, someone was like... <sighs> the whole time and the leader of the conference oh, call tough. is one of the most nice guys in the world but apparently he just had enough that day he goes will someone please mute themselves I hear stalker breathing <laughs> <laughs> like uh, yeah. I, I tend to like I'm trying to turn my head real quick after I say something because I tend to do this thing where I say something and I'm like <gasps> and I try to edit it out as much as oh, I can no. so you guys just bear with me I'm trying to I'm actually, I've gained a little bit of weight this year, and I'm starting to run again, so hopefully I can get my breathing back under control. I'm not like this hugely obese guy, but I'm a pretty big guy, so trying to trying to get better. But anyways, with that, I'm Nick Stevens. <laughs> for Aaron Hickman, for Landon Long, you guys have a nice day. And this is CNN. This is CNN. We'll catch you later. <laughs> Bye. Later, guys. <laughs>